Welcome to the Happy Me, Happy Earth podcast. I'm your host, Eva Peterson. I'm a stress relief coach and Ayurvedic health counselor. Each week, I'm here to help you reduce stress, heal burnout, and master work-life balance so you can reignite your passion for life. Consider each episode a permission slip to take a deep breath and reconnect with your body and soul. Now let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, hello. I am really excited to talk about today's topic. (laughs) This is something that I think we can all relate to personally, professionally, a part of the human condition that has kind of been vilified or or seen as negative. And I hope that my discussion today, my approach towards comparison, what we're going to be talking about today, comparing yourself to others, I hope that the way that I see this, the way I approach it is really helpful for you when you find yourself comparing yourself to others. This particular topic is top of mind for me because a couple of weeks ago, I admitted to a friend that I found myself comparing myself, (laughs) found myself comparing myself to a couple of friends, a couple of other friends who had started their businesses around the time that I started mine and who had really blown up. Like they are doing great, making bank, impacting so many lives in a way that my business has not blown up yet. And don't get me wrong, I have an amazing business, amazing clients that I love so, so, so much. (laughs) But my business has not grown to the level that theirs has. And so I was comparing myself to them. I also remember back in the day when I was younger, there was this thing about myself that I really didn't like. And that was whenever I walked into a room, I would just start pretty instantly, instantaneously comparing myself to the other girls in the room. And yeah, I'm going to say girls because, you know, this is like teenager, preteen days. And I was comparing myself beauty wise, like, where do I rank? Who am I prettier than? Who am I less pretty than? Things like that. So this comparison can pop up in a lot of different ways. Also, when I was working as a corporate architect, I was comparing all different sorts of things, comparing my degrees, the school that I went to, the number of certifications that I had, the different accreditations and whatnot, my LinkedIn profile, right? All of the things, all of the things. We compare all of the things. And I wanted to share that. Even though it's a little embarrassing and I have some shame around it, all the different ways that I compare myself to others, I wanted to share that because I find it really, really powerful when other people share things like this with me. Recently, one of my mentors, Katie Silcox, whose book, by the way, her new book called Glow Worthy is available now. I will link it in the show notes. I have already started reading it. It is amazing. It came out just last week. She's not sponsoring the podcast or anything, but I just absolutely love her, love this book. So yeah, there you go, telling you about it. Anyway, at her book launch party, she mentioned walking into a room and ranking herself. 
And it was so powerful for me to hear her, one of my mentors who I consider very, very, you know, very far down along that spiritual path, also a very successful person, somebody who I really look up to, telling me that they also compare themselves to others. So I hope that by me sharing that with you, it's just another person making this normal, normalizing this for us. Because comparing ourselves to others is a natural thing that our brain does. We are herd animals, and so our rank in social situations has really mattered in the past, right? In the past, historically, it really, really mattered because our social rank and whether or not we were accepted by our tribe or not, that very much could mean death, right? It could mean life or death. Life if we were accepted, death if we were, you know, very low rank or kicked out of the tribe. Now, of course, being accepted by your peers isn't usually a life or death situation, although when we're like teenagers, it can definitely feel that way, right? (laughs) But now, you know, because of the internet and travel, we can typically like find our people. Anyway, our brain very much is still that of the historic time, right? (laughs) Our brains haven't changed that much in the past tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of years. So comparing ourselves to figure out, to suss out our rank is just something that our brains naturally do. This is just how our brains are wired. Oftentimes people will say, oh, I need to overcome comparison. I need to stop comparing myself to others. I compare myself to others. Oh, I'm so bad. I'm so judgy, da, da, da. What if instead... Our work was not to quote unquote overcome comparison or to stop comparing ourselves to others because let's admit it, that's a losing battle. We'd literally be fighting our biology, (laughs) fighting our brain if we tried to do that. Our work instead is to accept this part of ourselves and then we can use this natural tendency to compare ourselves to others to benefit us and others and the world rather than using it to tear ourselves down. What do I mean by that? What do I mean by accepting this part of ourselves? Accepting that tendency that our brain has to compare and to rank, accepting it as natural, just saying, okay, I do this, that's fine. That's fine, this is how a normal, healthy brain acts. Because when we fight against that part of ourselves, (laughs) when we find ourselves in comparison and and we fight it, it doesn't feel good, right? We might feel like we don't measure up or we might judge ourselves for comparing ourselves to others and feel shame because we're judging ourselves. And so we're compounding those negative feelings. Not only do I feel like I don't measure up, but I also feel bad for comparing myself to others because everybody says you shouldn't compare yourself to others. So now I feel crappy for like multiple reasons, right? And those negative feelings just compound. I'm sure you've heard the saying, what we resist persists. So when we are fighting against that tendency that we have to compare, and when we're judging ourselves for it, we just keep doing it more. We spend more and more time thinking about it, 
beating ourselves up. We waste a lot of energy on this comparison and all the thoughts that come with it, right? But when we accept this part of ourselves, we notice that we're doing it. Huh, ah, there goes my brain. There goes my brain comparing myself to others. Like this just happened to me the other day. My husband and I went to a seed exchange at this like beautiful manor house, this beautiful herb garden. And it was the first time that I was meeting any of these people. And I noticed myself, I walk in and I start looking around. Is there anybody here that's prettier than me? Oh my gosh, it is. <laughs> oh wait, admitting this in public is definitely um, embarrassing, but there you go. So that is a thought that goes through my mind. Maybe you compare yourself in other ways. Typically, looks aren't as important to me anymore, so I was kind of surprised when this came up the other day. And I compare myself instead more on um, how successful a person is or achievements. That tends to be the way that my brain likes to compare. But anyway, this happened just the other day at the seed exchange. And I noticed myself doing it and I just kind of chuckled. I laughed and I was like, huh, that's interesting. Why is that coming up for me? And then I moved on and I enjoyed myself and I met some people and it was a great experience. So the number one thing that has helped me make this shift around comparison from putting myself down or or on the other end of that spectrum, like falsely inflating my ego, <laughs> if I feel like I'm like, quote unquote, better than somebody else, instead of like doing that, putting myself down or falsely inflating my ego, shifting to fueling my personal growth and using comparison to benefit myself and others, that shift, the thing that created that shift for me, the most important thing has been to get curious. What do I mean by get curious? <laughs> Getting curious about two things. One, why am I comparing myself? And two, how is this person that I'm comparing myself to creating or living or doing whatever it is that I'm comparing, right? So how have they created the results in their life or achieved X, Y, or Z, or whatnot, how have they created that in their life? So the thing that I am feeling, so the area of life that I'm feeling like less than in, or the way that I feel like I'm not measuring up, like whatever that is, whatever that thing is that I'm not measuring up to, how did they create that? One of the Ayurvedic texts that I'm currently studying in depth with my mentor, Nidhi Panya, we are studying the Ashtanga Hadairam, this ancient Ayurvedic text, one of the three main texts like in the Ayurvedic tradition that has been preserved and passed down from generation to generation. I am absolutely loving this course. We are literally going like line by line through this text and I am just getting such a deeper understanding. And Nidhi is absolutely awesome. I'll have to put a link in the show notes to her work. She was born and raised in India and just is a living example of Ayurveda. And it's just been so cool to study under her and to be part of this lineage of, of knowledge, of ancient Ayurvedic knowledge. 
I just got off on a total tangent. So let's get back. <laughs> let's get back to the focus here. Okay, so what I was saying was in this Ayurvedic text, this ancient Ayurvedic text, there is so much focus on the mind. Most people just think of Ayurveda as like food and herbs. And hopefully if you're listening to this podcast, you know by now that it is so much more. In one of the main sections that's talking a lot about our mindset, this comparison, this tendency that we have to compare ourselves comes up. This text is written in Sanskrit, the language of the ancient Indian subcontinent. But if we translate that to English, it basically says, don't be envious of the result, be envious of the cause. Be envious of the cause. We want to understand how this person that we're comparing ourselves to, how they got to where they are now. We want to focus on the cause. So if we say that we want something that they have, like to get a promotion or to get the relationship or to get the new project, to get the muscular arms, I don't know, whatever it is you're comparing. <laughs> we want to get curious. And instead of spending our time being envious of the other person or getting down on ourselves because we haven't accomplished X, Y, or Z, or we don't have X, Y, or Z. Instead, we want to focus on what we can learn from that person. We can let them inspire us. We can see them as an example of what is possible in the world. What is possible for you. I want to give you a couple of questions, self-reflection questions, because you know, you know, I love me some self-reflection questions. I want to give you a few questions that you can use to help yourself make this shift from using comparison to impact yourself in a negative way to having a positive impact in your life. Three questions. Question number one, what exactly am I comparing here? In what ways specifically do I feel like I don't measure up? What is it that this person has or achieved that you want? So that's kind of like three questions in one there. <laughs> but what this gets at is the fact that sometimes we don't know what's possible for us or we don't actually know what we want until we see someone else achieve it or have it. Seeing these things, being intrigued by these things, comparing ourselves in certain ways, right? We can see this as a signal or a sign from our subconscious or from our higher self, from our intuition, however you want to put it. We can see this as a sign about what we actually want from life, what we want to be doing, how we want to be showing up in our lives. That's what this question starts to get at. Question number two, what actions did they take to achieve this or get this thing that it is that you're envious of, right? This thing or this aspect of your life that you're comparing. And you can ask yourself this, right? You can 
call on your brain to do some brainstorming here to brainstorm about the types of actions that they took. That is awesome. You could also read articles about them, listen to their podcast, maybe <laughs> listen to them talking about their lives or email them and ask them these questions. Ask them how they got to where they are now. But while that is important, those actions are important, this next question is actually a lot more important. My third and final question goes a level deeper, right? We're trying to get to the source, <laughs> the source of the thing that you are comparing. Question number three, what thoughts cause them to take those actions? What thoughts caused them to take the action that has created the circumstance in their life, the achievement in their life, whatever it is that you are envious of or comparing yourself to? So this gets into their thoughts, their mindset. And this is so important because like I always say, our thoughts create our feelings. Our feelings then inspire us to act and the action that we take creates the results in our lives. They create the circumstances in our lives. So we are where we are now because of the thoughts we think about ourselves and our circumstances. We want to go to that route. We want to go back to the thoughts. Whatever achievement it is or whatever circumstance you're envious of, that thing started with a thought, right? It started with a thought in their mind. I want to go after this. I want to do this. And the way that they thought about themselves, the things that they believed, allowed them to go after that and to get X, Y, or Z, right? Again, you can brainstorm here. Ask your brain to come up with some answers to this question. What thoughts caused them to take those actions? And your brain might say, I don't know. <laughs> but what if I don't know was not an answer? What if you couldn't say, I don't know? Challenge your brain to come up with some more things. <laughs> you can also ask yourself, what would you need to think about yourself and about your situation? What would you need to think? What would you need to believe in order to achieve those results? So again, you can do some research here. You can read articles about them or interviews or whatnot and really look out for their thoughts and their beliefs, not just the action bit, not just what they did, but how they think about themselves and the world. What thoughts do you think led to those actions? And then try those thoughts on for size, right? Then your work becomes to step into those thoughts, right? To do the mindset work, to really embody those thoughts. In this way, you are allowing yourself to be inspired by this person. You're allowing them to show you new possibilities, ways of being, things that are possible for you. We are always going to continue to compare. We are humans. We will compare ourselves to others. And that is fine. That is totally fine. But what we do after that initial comparison, whether we allow that comparison to negatively impact us, our mood and our lives, or positively impact us, that is a choice. 
That is a choice that you can shift right now. (laughs) So I want to invite you this week to approach comparison differently. When you notice that you're comparing yourself to someone else, I want you to see it as a good sign. Okay, cool. This is an opportunity for me to get curious and start to ask yourself these questions, these three questions that I mentioned today. Of course, those questions will also be in the show notes for you. So that is all I have for you this week. Thank you so much for listening. I want to invite you to share this podcast. If you have a friend that really struggles with comparison, please forward this podcast to them. Let's share the love. (laughs) And also, if you could subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes or on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, that also really helps to spread the message and pop my podcast up in search results so that more people can hear this healing work. I hope that this episode was incredibly helpful for you today. Please, if you feel called, share any insights that you have with me. My email address is hello at theevapeterson.com. And I always absolutely love, love, love hearing from you and hearing how the different things I share in the podcast are impacting you. Okay. My cat is demanding attention now, so I'm going to go. I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful week. Ciao! If you enjoyed today's chat, I want to invite you to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you desire more support on your change-making journey, please check out my free guide, Self-Care for Changemakers. You can find the guide, the show notes, and other resources on my website at happymehappyearth.com. As always, it's an honor to be in your ears. Thank you so much for listening.